Shri Guru Vaishnav Guru Parampara ki jai. Jai Sri Bhakti Vedanta Sami Prabhupada ki jai. Or Bhaktabhinda ki jai. Gaur Premanande. Haribo. So good morning, everyone. Srila Prabhupada ki jai. So we gathered on the auspicious occasion of Prabhupada's appearance in the world, following as it does the Janmastami on the Nanda Mahotsav day. Hmm. Krishna's born at midnight, and the not- real notif- notification in the Prakat Lila, the manifest Lila of his birth, comes the following day. Nanda Maharaj is informed in the cow pen, that uh, a son has been born hmm, by the wet nurse. And, of course, then he proceeds in and and the festival of Nanda Marsh is celebrated. This is an auspicious day on which uh, Srila Prabhupada uh, appeared in the world and by which we can have such celebrations and uh, and uh, discuss all these very interesting and compelling topics as we have been for the past few days. I'm sure he will be very pleased with uh, all of you and your enthusiastic participation in Krishna Janamastami. So, a few words about his divine grace, Om Vishnupad. Paramahamsa Parivrajakachar Jastara Satasa Simaji Abhacharanada Binda Bhakti Vedanta Sami Prabhupada So the birth of Prabhupada, he was born in, uh, in, in Calcutta in 1896, quite some time ago. And um, that happens to be, I believe, the auspicious day, is it day in which the uh, book of Bhaktivinoda Thakur, Life and Precepts of Sri Chaitanya, appeared in the library in uh, Montreal, so Montreal, somewhere in McGill University. So uh, this is the desire of Bhaktivinoda, the vision of Bhaktivinoda, to see Gaudi Vaishnavism spread throughout the world <clears throat> and uh, to be instrumental in fulfilling the prophecy of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu that it would, that his name, Pritibhityachi Jatanagorati Gram Sarvata Patrohi Nam, that it would be heard in every, every town and village. They didn't have the idea of major metropolitan areas at the time, but... Uh, it's to such major metropolitan areas that Bhakti Vinod Thakur sought to bring Gaudiya Vaishnavism. And um, so, uh, this is one of the books that he wrote in English, Life and Precepts of uh, Sri Chaitanya. We published an edition of that when we started our, our mission some years back, 30 years or so back. Um, but uh, as I say, it arrived in McGill University, so his, this was the beginning, in one sense, of his uh, his success. He had corresponded Bhaktivinoda Thakur with uh, different uh, 
persons, or he had written to them, the first American, as they're sometimes called, transcendentalists, Thoreau and Emerson, he wrote to, and and, um, and others, and made what effort he could. I mean, the very idea of it and the spirit of it is what was what that which was carried on, given shape to by Bhaktisiddhanta Saraswati Thakur and eventually our Guru um, did the legwork, so to speak, as he would think of it. Hmm? Um, one time, it reminds me of uh, when Prabhupada in, installed the Anantasesh Murti in the foundation for the Mayapur temple that he wanted to build. And he invited Sridhar Marsh to the occasion to oversee it and uh, give his blessings to the event. Uh, such was something about his relationship with, with Sridhar Marsh. I appreciated him very deeply. And so Prabhupada came and Sridhar Marsh told how, um, how he related the event that, that and Swami Marsh greeted me on the veranda in his gumsha. Just a, like a towel. So, in the informality of their relationship, as I've mentioned before, that they, they lived together for, for six years after the mission of Bhakti Siddhanta um, had um, divided into different uh, missions. Something happening here this, this morning. Then, uh, excuse me, the technical technical difficulties. Then um, um, Prabhupada actually said he wanted to start a mission with Sridhar Marsh at the head. And so I guess they talked about that when Prabhupada invited him to stay at his house in Calcutta. And he lived there for as an extended guest for six years <laughs> in the spirit of Indian and uh, Gaudiya hospitality. We touched on that uh, yesterday in the evening. Um, but such was their relationship. Prabhupada Marsh once told me that Prabhupada had asked him to give him sannyas, but he said that he was afraid to give him sannyas because he thought his family members um, would come to his moth in Navadweep and, and cause problems for him mm-hmm. because he had caused their uh, uh, husband and father to, to leave home and so forth. So he said, such was our intimate relationship. I told him, maybe you should wait a little, you know. And uh, But he said, he had a mind of his own. And he went to Keshav Maharaj in Vrindavan and took sannyas there. And Keshav Maharaj had taken sannyas from Sridhar Maharaj earlier. <laughs> so uh, it's beautiful. It was very charming, the nature of their affectionate relationship. So Sridhar Maharaj had, Prabhupada had invited him, greeted him on the veranda, of the Maya, first Mayapur building there. Probably lived on the second floor. It was um, where we had his, his residence. And so they took their, they took Mahaprasadam lunch on the back of the veranda, the back side. And then afterwards, Shida, Prabhupada had Shidamarsh come and lie in his bed and take some rest. Typical uh, Bengali uh, siesta, you know, time after, after lunch. <laughs> And uh, and then uh, and Prabhupada went down and performed uh, the ceremony. Hmm. So afterwards, Govinda Maharaj, who was the disciple of Sridhar Maharaj, his successor, younger person at the time, of course, 
he asked properly, he said that, Swami Marsh, you have invited our Guru Marsh here to oversee the, you know, the proceedings and so forth, but uh, you went down and oversee the, to oversee the proceedings and, and Guru Marsh uh, was, was, uh, was resting. How are we to understand this? And then Prabhupada replied, he said, oh, I've invited him here to bless the event and so it's happened because of him. Hmm? It, uh, it, it's, it's, it's blessed. And I've just done the legwork. Hmm? I didn't want to bother him with the legwork. So this is the humility of, of Prabhupada. Um, um, and, um, and so in the same way, he, would kind of, he kind of thought of himself as doing the legwork of, of Bhaktivinoda and, uh, and, and taking the, sh- the form of the idea of Bhaktivinoda to interface Gaudiya Vaishnavism with the, with the modern world, the form that had been given by Bhakti Siddhanta Saraswati Thakur. So the idea came in Bhaktivinoda, Saraswati Thakur gave shape to it in the form of a modern mission, the likes of which was not uh, to be found in Gaudiya Vaishnavism. Hmm? A mission organized as kind of like they followed the some extent the example of the Ram Krishna mission with missionaries and response to the Christian missionaries, the Orientalists and so forth in India. We'll go out and, and uh, distribute the, the gospel of the Eastern Savior, hmm? Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, hmm? the form of the Chaitanya Charitamrita, the Bhagavat, the Gita and so forth. And uh, so some form was given to the idea of Bhakti Siddhanta Saraswati Thakur. And um, then Prabhupada took it and spread it all around. And it's a huge thing that he did, of course, and we want to speak about that and the significance of it. But in his own humility, he thought of it as this way, doing the legwork. Hmm. Um, and so the, the simple and crude, I want to say, uh, or uh, just early, the beginnings of that show up in, uh, in our minds in the fact that the, uh, the, uh, the book of Bhaktivinotakur had made it to the library in the McGill University. And this happened prophetically, if you will, to correspond the year that it appeared there with the birth date of Srila Prabhupada. So his destiny. Hmm. Uh, to be, he was born to follow the lead there of of, of that event, so to speak. Hmm. And uh, this is what his whole life was dedicated to. Um, once he met the great Bhakti Siddhanta Saraswati Thakur, the history runs something like this. Uh, Prabhupada was born in 1986, or 1896, excuse me, uh, 1896, and he used to uh, refer to his birth um, as a great uh, blessing, born as he was in a Vaishnav family. He would refer to the Gita. Mm, what does the Gita say? Srimatam Yoga Talks about birth, birth in a birth in, not in a pious family. But this has been the second more rare birth in a transcendental family, family of transcendentalists. Prabhupada's father, Gor Mohan Day, was someone he, uh, on 
several occasions mentioned very fondly. He was not as um, expressive or did not say as much about his mother, Ranjani Devi. Hmm? But um, they had several children. I think he was the the third son hmm, in the family. And um, he uh, and his sister, hmm, who later became known as Baba Tarini, and affectionately to us as Pishima, which means uh, auntie. <laughs> so uh, both became extraordinary devotees. She was so much uh, affectionately uh, attached to our our Prabhupada, and she looked like him. So <laughs> it's very pleasant to, to be in, in her company when she would love to cook for the devotees. Mm-hmm. Um, if you ate her, you know, that sweet gajja, hmm? gajja, it, it put in the hot ghee and then, then, in the, then in the sugar syrup and then hot and then well, it would melt in your mouth and you, you couldn't stop eating those. So, and she would love that. So, very auspicious uh, family hmm? and Prabhupada was very affectionate towards his father and his father's religiousness and his father's his father's spirituality, who prayed, Prabhupada told us, that his son would become a great devotee of Radharani. This was his hope. And I believe he taught him to, to play the Murdanga, and uh, this is the beginning of Prabhupada's kirtan life that, as we hopefully will be able to underscore in our discussion today, was, was very... Extraordinary, the measure of his uh, kirtan, the d- dynamic nature of it. Hmm? But uh, born in such a family, and um, and he was educated by the English there, an English school. What is it called? Uh, Scottish, Church. Scottish Church College. He got his bachelor's degree there um, in 1921, I believe. Hmm? He was married during his school years uh, to uh, Radharani Day, she became. Her name is Radharani. Uh, and uh, names can be deceiving. Uh, but uh, <laughs> she ultimately got in the way of his uh, service to Radharani and the, the ideal that his father had of him. but... <laughs> But um, his, in his school years, in 1918, he was married. In 19, I think I say 1921, he. Uh, oh, hello. There's two of them. I see. Okay. So in 19. In 19 uh, uh, 22 he left the the, the uh, field of education and joined the uh, social movement of uh, Mahatma Gandhi hmm? and uh, he also began working for uh, a laboratory Bose laboratory I believe hmm? uh, they made he was, he was probably was a chemist wasn't it pharmaceutical field. <laughs> uh, 
So, uh, and then in 1922, also he met the great Bhaktisiddhanta Sarasthi Thakur, and this set then his like his life was just percolating and waiting for that moment. And the measure of the effect of Bhaktisiddhanta Sarasthi Thakur on him was very extraordinary. So it changed the course of his life hmm, entirely. And although he was not initiated until 1933, he, uh, he the initiation, of course, is something that. There's two aspects to that. There's the formal imparting of the mantra, which is significant, obviously. Um, and uh, at the same time, there's a kind of a chemistry, if you will, of faith hmm, between the, the, the student and teacher. And, um, and so that comes first. Hmm. So the initiation kind of, that's an aspect, obviously without that. Um, with that, you're in better shape, uh, having not received the mantra, than having received the mantra without that being in place. Hmm? The guru's business, of course, is to see that the requisite faith is there. It may be generous, but um, as a representative of Balaram, the, the, the wielder of the, the plow, Haldar, it's fertilizing the field, and the field here is the heart that needs to be made fertile for then planting the bhakti lata bija, the seed of the, the vine of bhakti that attaches itself to the guru and the Vaishnavas and grows healthily with the watering process of ongoing uh, instructions, teachings, siksha, and so forth. So, uh, so that needs to be in place. Therefore, it's advised that... Um, with regard to the chanting of the holy name of Krishna, that we should not give the holy name to the faithless. So if we have a situation where the guru is really looking for an old age pension in the name of the guru, and he's looking for disciples who've got a little money <laughs> and, uh, and giving out initiations on the basis of the, this is a namaparad, there won't be any fruit, there won't be any, any fruit of uh, shudhanam, hmm. Uh, pure conception of the name coming from that. This is Nama Parad. So that faith has to be in place. We're better off having that in place and having that kind of, if you, as I say, um, chemistry and affection um, um, without receiving the mantra than receiving the mantra without. We need both, obviously. And so this chemistry was there in Prabhupada's life. Uh, on the meeting of Bhakti Siddhanta Sarsitakra, and he said, his own testimony was that he had met many sadhus because his father, as I said, was a very religious-minded person, a Gaudiya Vaishnava, and he, um, Prabhupada used to refer to him as a pure devotee, and so to take that literally, they can lack discrimination at times uh, if they are not in the field for, for preaching, which of course requires discrimination. And um, and so anybody that that um, apparently even dressed like a sadhu in the vicinity, he would invite him to his house and and uh, entertain his uh, uh, association and so forth. So Prabhupada met many sadhus, and the generosity of his father that overlooked the faults of anyone who called themselves a sadhu or dressed like a sadhu, like Krishna, he. He embraced Putana because she dressed like a devotee. Hmm? So sometimes there are devotees like this who aren't in the field, as they say, where for preaching, 
dissemination, which requires some uh, discrimination and uh, exercise of the discriminating faculty. Um, uh, uh, the this type of devotee, uh, like the neophyte devotee, lacks discrimination. But there's a difference in their lacking of discrimination. It's a problem for the neophyte, and it's the solution. It's the end for the uh, superlative devotee. Can't find any fault anywhere except in one place, and that is within himself, within herself. Hmm. So, taking Prabhupada's uh, depiction of his father, hmm, uh, as he described him, it appears this was the case, but uh, with Prabhupada's own discriminating faculty, which does need to be exercised in in choosing a a guide, uh, he became a little discouraged by... Um, the idea of, of sadhus, because there are many misrepresentations. Sometimes today, in the Gaudiya community, international community, I've seen there's a, a kind of a thinking that, well, if your guru is from India, then everything's going to be all right. But if he's from the West, or she could be a problem. But uh, there's more bogus gurus per capita in India than anywhere in the world, of course. So... Um, Prabhupada met quite a few of them, apparently, and so he was, when he was uh, encouraged by a friend to come and hear from this sadhu, Bhaktisiddhanta Saraswati Thakur, he, at first, said, "Ah, I've seen so many sadhus. Hmm? Uh, Now I'm in Gandhi's movement. Let's change. Let's work for the freedom of India from British oppression and and so forth. Uh, Something practical. And he said, he was told, no, this, this one is different. Hmm. So he implored him to come, and they met on the rooftop hmm, where Bhagavad and Sarasthi were staying in a rented facility at the time. And this, as I say, this, it was as if Prabhupada's life, having taken birth in a family of transcendentalists because of the kind of spiritual past that he had, that he also sometimes referred to, hmm, I won't go into, but his references to that. But uh, from that kind of a background that, that caused one to take birth in a family of transcendentalists and so forth, then there's, uh, we should expect that, that, that our past will pick up with us, um, as it does in any case, but this would be a transcendental past. And so it came in the form of the great Bhaktisiddhanta Saraswati Thakur. And when he met him, that chemistry was immediately there. And he, in a few words, in one session, the whole of Prabhupada's preoccupation for the Gandhian movement, which was just sweeping across the subcontinent of India. Every young man and woman was you know, taken by this. Gandhi had a spell on India and, and, and the youth, uh, not only the youth, but um, you know, youth tend towards revolution and change and so on and so forth. So... Prabhupada Sridharmarsh is also swept up in the in, in the Gandhi movement, but both of them, uh, in, and Prabhupada in, in one setting, uh, Bhakti Siddhanta Saraswati Thakur managed to kind of dampen Prabhupada's uh, enthusiasm for Gandhiism hmm? by way, of course, of giving him a higher idea of Swaraj, which was the idea of Gandhi's movement, liberation, freedom. Hmm? Freedom from the Brit- British, but Prabhupada Bhakti Siddhanta Saraswati wanted to free Prabhupada from India. 
<laughs> and all such uh, notions. Hmm? And, uh, of course, uh, he wanted to replace the Gandhian idea with the idea of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. And Prabhupada was very much taken by that, and the command of Bhakti Siddhanta. This was very the characteristic of Bhakti Siddhanta Saraswati Thakur, that he was, uh, by his um, preaching, he was uh, affecting um, uh, productive members of the society. Hmm? And young productive members of the society. Uh, Gaudiya Vaishnavism was largely kept in the doms, in the holy places. And uh, people who were productive members of the society, if you will, (laughs) maybe it's not the best term to use, but they were not in the doms. Hmm? They weren't plugged into the world and, uh, and, uh, and... and leaving Gaudiya, the backwardness of, if you will, Gaudiya Vaishnava and spiritual thinking behind. Um, not that good people weren't joining Gaudiya Vaishnavism, but thinking educated people in India were not. Hmm? And so this was a characteristic of Bhakti Siddhanta's movement, Sridhar Maharaj Prabhupada, they were educated, and Kinchin Krishnas Babaji, who we mentioned, he was a track star. Hmm? And college educated, and so forth. <laughs> so these aren't the kind of people. And so he, you know, would walk barefoot all over India doing kirtan. <laughs> uh, uh, there's more to it than that. But uh, uh, so th- these were the kind of people that he was drawing on. And you can see in the early um, publications of Bhaktisiddhanta Saraswati Thakur, like the Harmonist magazine, which was a uh, twice a month publication in English. Then Prabhupada would have. Uh, Prabhupada Bhakti Siddhanta would have the authors um, retain their uh, secular names or their their letters, you know, B A, M A, P H, D, or or whatever it was, because that was prestigious. A godbrother of mine uh, said some years back that the that the Dunda, this is the Dunda. Of the of the Kali Yuga is is a PhD. This is idea, because hmm. then it, 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 it's not a bad thought because the Mahaprabhu accepted the Danda because it would be recognized. Oh, he's a learned person. He's a, he's a sannyasi. We should we should listen to him, and so forth. So you have a little PhD after your name, then oh, people will pay attention. Was the, was the idea? Hmm. I'm not going for one, but <laughs> I'm sticking with old fashioned Danda in this regard, but. Um, uh, at any rate, he, this is my point that he was uh, getting uh, a membership hmm, for his mission hmm, that was giving shape to the notion of bhakti sadans, bhakti vinod Thakur members from the from the society, productive uh, members, and so this is very different, and Prabhupada was was uh, one of them. And they had some, you can imagine, they come from a different stock, so they had different ideas about life, and they were very taken by the innovations of Bhakti Siddhanta Sarasthi Thakur. Hmm? Um, the building of the Marvel Temple in in, Mayapur, in, in, in Bengal, and he, he would ride in a motor car and so forth and adopt various Western um, uh, traditions and, and so forth. He was this... this 
interfacing and mixing and finding good, you know, now you find even, it's very pathetic, some of Prabhupada's uh, disciples with the idea that um, everything has to, you know, we have to we bring the so-called Vedic civilization past. And Prabhupada himself was very, take a little from America, and we'll take a little from North America, South America, Europe, the ideas of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu mixed with little Indian and, and make it all work, take the best from everywhere, so to speak. He certainly had that uh, kind of uh, sensibility, an essential spiritual sensibility, not a, sen- not a spirituality that was tied to, tied to any particular um, uh, ethnicity. Hmm? Um, so, he met Bhaktisiddhanta Sarasri Thakur and it was uh, just in, in, in one meeting. This has changed the course of his life. And from then on, uh, um, he started to um, organize his life in terms of pursuing the ideals of Bhaktisiddhanta Sarasri Thakur. As I say, in 1933, he took sannyas from the Thakur, uh, initiation, excuse me, from the Thakur. And in 1936, three years later, Bhaktisiddhanta Sarasthi Thakur left the world. Hmm? 1954, uh, Prabhupada took sannyas from Keshwar Marsh in, uh, must have been in Mathura, hmm? at, at the Mathura um, moth of the, of the uh, Gaudivedanta Samiti, organization of uh, Bhakti Pragya and Keshav Marsh. Hmm? And Prior to that, of course, Prabhupada was living in Vrindavan and writing and living as a sadhu. He basically um, had a difference of opinion with Radharani Devi, um, his his wife, as to priorities. And uh, the famous story was that she sold his his copy of the Bhagavatam in his absence while he was on a business trip that was extended because of... Um, his penchant for uh, helping the mission of Bhakti Siddhanta, I believe, was in Bombay and spending a little extra time there and serving, helping serve the sannyasis and and so forth. And, and so he was involved in the mission as a householder as much as he could, taking every. This was his fun, and that would be where his disposable income would go, and so forth. And and she was more of a temperament of to build up the, the household and. And so forth, and uh, so she sold his Bhagavatam copy, and they weren't as you know readily available. Hmm? Uh, the innovative idea of Bhakti Siddhanta Saraswati Thakur to uh, uh, label the printing press the Brihat Murdanga, the big drum. Hmm? Um, this was a new thing, and printing of Gaudiya Vaishnavism literature hmm? in mass. This was really. Uh, um, Bhakti Siddhanta Sarsri Thakur took the, took the lead in that. But still, um, it's not like today that so many books are available. So he had his copy of the Bhagavatam and uh, his wife sold it for tea biscuits, to buy tea biscuits in his absence. So when he came back, he said, it's, it's either tea or me. And she took the tea, as I've said before, and we got the me, we got he. And so he he just one day he just walked out of it all, just like that. He was a respectable person and a family man, and um, 
had a field. Uh, he had started his own business by then. He made some, what was it called? Day's, Day's Liniment. His family name was Day, D-E. This is a family of, um, that is very much favored by Nityananda Prabhu. This Day family is very prominent in Bengal, in, in Calcutta, like the Smiths or something like that, but you know, closer knit. And um, uh, the very the, the, the Suvarnavarnik community, they were gold merchants. Hmm? They would sell gold and, in the market. Um, and uh, there was some uh, politics that caused them to uh, uh, be somewhat like outcasts. Hmm? They became... Um, Suvarnavani community became like thought to be uh, like categorized along with the, the sudras or something like that. Um, and it was inappropriate to, to do that, but it was done. But but Nityananda Prabhu came and gave them shelter in, in their village in Uttaranadatta's village, in particular, mm-hmm. gave a great blessing to the Suvarnavani community, accepted them as his own. That community in his time. Mm-hmm. I think it was Balal Sain or some that involved in some politics that gave them a bad reputation. But Nityananda Prabhu spoke for them. Hmm? So this is the community that Prabhupada was connected with. Udranadatta is Subahu in Gopal, one of the Twadasa Gopals, 12 friends of Krishna, Balaram, and Vrindavan. And this Prabhupada would go annually to this part of Bengal with his family and they worshipped the the, the deity of Udranadatta Thakur. Hmm? So, this is his background. And so when he had his own business, he called it Days, Days Liniment. What was it for? For making your hair grow or something? Or? Oh, it, it, there's a picture mm-hmm. of the advertisement and it was one of those things that said for insect bites or, you know, rashes. All purpose. Ointment and, you know, mm-hmm. on, on the cap and then it had all these little things like there was an insect and there was, uh, you know, like uh-huh. A rash or a, mm-hmm. any kind of problem that you had itch, right? Yeah. You know, so this was a, pretty much a for everything miracle. Yeah. Uh, like dermatological <laughs> substance, uh, all, all purpose. Uh, yeah, he, he designed the advertisement himself and so forth. Yeah, yeah it was really very. Somebody holding his knee, you know, like he had lumbago. Yeah. So he had his own business and he was working with that and some future in that and so forth and then he just walked out. He thought he's a religious man, a little over the top on that, you know. It's like the only thing he ever wants to talk about in his spare time is religious ideas and and uh, and so forth. And he was more preoccupied with politics and the forming of the new nation and so forth. This is like everywhere the talk in the tea shops and and whatnot. And uh, Prabhupada only wanted to talk about religion and Chaitanya's religion and so forth. So, And anyway, he just walked out one day. That's it. Gone. Hmm? And uh, he tried to form a mission in John C. What was it called? League of Devotees. Hmm? It had no GBC. And that's why it failed. No. <laughs> uh, but uh, uh, for different reasons, it wasn't successful, and uh, because he had another destiny, hmm? 
And uh, he went to Vrindavan there. He, in a dream, Bhaktisiddhanta Sastitaka told him he should take sannyas. He said he was mortified by the idea. Uh, but uh, uh, that dream was confirmed by other people. Say, hey, you know, if you want to really be successful in what you're doing, want people to listen to you, you should take sannyas. And so he thought, here the dream is coming again in a waking condition through someone else. My Guru Maharaj has spoken to me. So he went to Bhakti Pragya and Keshav Maharaj and he took sannyas in 1954. Hmm? And he was printing his Back to Godhead magazine, living in Delhi and and making his way with uh, by the train to get with his with his uh, uh, the proofs and so forth to the, to the printer and and uh, he often did not have enough money to print the magazine but he would he would sweet talk the printer into printing it and I'll pay you later and it wasn't a credit based society by any stretch of the imagination but he was able to convince him and. And then he would go himself to the tea shops where the political discussions were going on and sell back to Godhead magazine. There he would find tracts of the Jehovah's Witnesses and so forth. He would learn something about how they think in America. And that was his preoccupation to go to America because Bhaktisiddhanta Sarasthakura told him that it would be good for you as a service when he asked for service to preach in English. So, so to him, you see how he took that be good for you to preach in English. He thought I should go to the English-speaking countries, and and so he made that his his life and his soul. He said that the order of my guru, which was like a suggestion, written in a letter, two weeks before the passing of Bhakti Siddhanta from the world. So he's a, really an example of Guru Nishti. He hung on to the few things that Bhakti Siddhanta said personally to him, and that he made his whole life out of that. Hmm? And um, so in due course, of course, um, with great effort, as you know, he made his way across the Atlantic on a, uh, a commercial uh, vessel. Hmm? At, uh, he left Ambaladev Purnim, not, uh, it was just celebrated here from, from Bombay on the Jaladuta, and um, he observed the Janamastami that we've observed uh, just just passed this weekend at sea, mm-hmm. and he wrote about it that that uh, that, that uh, his his living conditions were not great and his health was bad. He suffered, I believe, two heart attacks on the boat. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he wrote that I'm living on the nectar that is Chaitanya Charitamrita. Mm-hmm. I'm deriving the Amrit, the immortal nectar. Mm-hmm. Uh, in my own life, from mm, hearing about the character, the immortal character of of, of of consciousness, what Chaitanya means, all the the full idea, prospect of consciousness, and, uh, uh, it, it doesn't be, doesn't end with there's a difference between consciousness and matter. That's just the one hundred one. So Chaitanya Charitamrita is the as he used sometimes describe it, the PhD studies on consciousness, deep in the in the ocean, not to stand on the shore, but to dive deep hmm? and uh, uh, ride the waves of bhakti rasa. Hmm? So that's how he dealt with the waves of the Atlantic Ocean, which were not uh, which were considerable and causing him sickness on the plane or on the on the on the boat, but he was internally 
riding the waves of Chaitanya Charitamrita. Hmm? And this is his mission, to come to the West and teach about Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. Hmm? And he had a vision that Krishna had taken over as the captain of the ship. Hmm? Uh, and there he wrote his famous poem that Maharaj was singing hmm? um, with his very insightful prayer to Krishna that uh, petitioning him that he had that he had been I have been um, given the work of Radharani through my guru Bhaktisiddhanta Saraswati Thakur who is a follower of Radharani and it will be good for you if, if you act in such a way that Radharani is pleased with you your life will become successful that's a fact he said and with these kind of very this is the, it really the essence of Gaudiya Vaishnavism in a poem. Hmm? And uh, uh, Krishna, of course, was very much swayed by that. And, and, he, and he said, it will be good for you to please Radharani. He said, make your life successful, my dear friend, O brother. Hmm? A, what is it? A? A. A. Krishna Tabha Punya Hobi Bhai. Oh, my dear friend. Hmm? You become Punya. Your life will become pious. A Punya Kuri Be Jobi Radharani Kushi Hobi. Druvati bolit tomatai. He said, just like Druva, the pole star is fixed. This is fixed forever. This will never change. Your life, Krishna, depends on Radha being pleased with you. Hmm? So, I have a proposal. Radha wants this of me. Hmm? And so, you have to give me the power to do this. And of course, we see that he um, didn't hold back. He gave his most powerful manifestation, hmm? expression of himself in the form of Balram, Nityanandaram, hmm? and told him, go and live inside of him. Hmm? Make this <laughs> make this happen. We have to please Radha in this way and make Chaitanya Vaishnavism available in the world. Hmm? So very much a poem of two things, of, of Sharanagati, which is sadhana, and Bhava, which is the sadhya. Hmm? So he prays as a Saranagata, completely emptying himself out to be filled up only with the order of his guru and then the power to execute the order uh, coming from Krishna based on this very insightful appeal, a very good way to get Krishna's attention. And this is how Krishna's intimate friends deal with him in relation to his romantic affairs with with Radha and so forth. So, in a mood of, uh, as a Sharanagata, for preaching, which was his sadhana, kirtan, which is sadhana, he uh, petitioned in this way, and then he felt, apparently, some assurance from his own approach that Krishna would, would, would give him the necessary uh, power, empowerment. Hmm? And so then he goes on in the second half of the poem to write about his sadhya. So please you give me the power to do this and if you do and I'm successful then this is my hope. Tomaramilane bhai abar she shukopai gocharane guri dhinpor kottobane chutto chutibane kai lutaputi sedin kobehobemor This is this is his heart's aspiration. It's such a intimate Thing. He wasn't writing this for publication, but in my heart of hearts, this is my ideal, cherished ideal. Then I might join you, Krishna, 
you're in the forests all day long, frolicking, rolling in somersaults and performing playful pastimes, herding the cows. Hmm? I want to, I want to enter there. Hmm? So from this, then the whole of Gaudiya Vaishnava is found in this prayer. It's very, very deeply insightful and beautiful and com- and compelling. And of course, he landed safely at the uh, Boston Harbor, where he said, "I didn't know whether to turn left or right." He had a suitcase full of books, which was his, uh, the main thing that he was carrying, and he turned left and went to New York. <laughs> Instead of Canada, he went to Canada a little bit later. <laughs> he went ultimately. He went left and right and back and forwards and up and down and crisscrossed around the world for about a dozen years in what is arguably, um, from the Brihat Murdanga standpoint, Brihat Murdanga means the, the phrase of Bhakti Siddhanta, which he fashioned a dynamic idea of kirtan, saying that the kirtan with the coal and the cartel, the murdanga and the cartel, that will go a few blocks, but the printing press will be heard around the world. So he considered the, 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 uh, the printing press to be a kind of big drum, that's what it means, brihat murdanga, hmm? for printing and a dynamic idea of kirtan. So from the perspective of this kind of dynamic idea of kirtan, arguably Prabhupada was involved in a, a, the biggest and longest um, Kirtan in the history of, of Gaudiya Vaishnavism. It was a 12-year kirtan hmm? <laughs> of uh, kirtan rasa, really. Uh, Bhaktivinoda writes about this idea of kirtan rasa. So in this dynamic sense of, of the term, as thought by Bhakti Siddhanta Sarsri Thakur, kirtan for capturing the public and for capturing your own mind. Hmm? Because, you know, to explain Gaudiya Vaishnavism to, to persons who are unfamiliar with it, it's a real, as you may have experienced, it's where you start, it's a real challenge. So you, your mind has to be, think about it, and it's very consuming. Hmm? And so a very powerful sadhana. So from this he, he, he reasoned, kirtana prabhavi, smarana svabhavi. Hmm? That the meditation so central to the practice of, of, of Gaudiya Vaishnavism will come about naturally as the mind is arrested in, in, uh, in kirtan. And so, you can imagine how, how deeply, in a meditative sense, Prabhupada was absorbed by looking at the measure of his preoccupation with kirtan that uh, resulted in like 50 books and uh, um, in uh, 12 years that weren't written, you know, in a space like, I'm an author, I need some space here. It wasn't like that, you know. He's writing as he, as he goes. And when we went to, when we would go to sleep, then he would stay up and write. Hmm? And, uh, and rest for a few hours and be up before we were up uh, as, as well. Hmm? So, uh, yeah, Bhakti Vinod Thakur wrote about it. Kirtan Ras, in this, in this sense, we, we, that what we would look at it that, that the, the Ashraya Lambana, that is Krishna Nam. The object of love in Kirtan Ras is Krishna Nam. The, 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 uh, the, the shelter of the love, the Vishaya Lambana, that is Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. Hmm? The Udipanas would be like the playing in the Danga, or the, now it would be like the, you know, that sound, boom, your computer is opening to write about Krishna. Hmm? 
<laughs> start the kirtan, something like that. <laughs> this is uh, uh, Udipana Vibhav, hmm? and uh, various uh, Anubhavs, Anubhavs of like selling books, these movements, and uh, ministering to the people, and, and so forth. Anubhavs of Kirtan Rasa in a dynamic sense. And then you have the what Sanchari Bhavs like Vitarka argument you have to make and Dainya. So you become very humble by doing doing the preaching work. And, and sometimes the 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 Sanchari Bhav of fatigue will come <laughs> and and so forth. And uh what's left then we have uh, so all the sattvika bhavs and the stai bhav will be sakiras or madurasa. So this is uh, how Prabhupada was absorbed in that kirtan, using the modern facilities and so forth for um, printing books and a huge campaign. Arguably the largest he was involved in the longest and largest kirtan campaign in Gaudiya Vaishnava history, em- empowered by. Nityananda Prabhu, who started the whole of Gaur Kirtan. Baja Gauranga, Gaha Gauranga, Laha Gauranga, Namri, Yejana Boga, Gauranga Baja, Seyamar Pran So, with a desire to do that, as Prabhupada had, he realized what Nityananda Prabhu has said in this poem. Nityananda was purchased by him, entirely purchased by him. And so, in effect, in the language of Sri basically lived with inside him empowered him to do the work of distributing to the non-Vedic people, which was very much the mission of um, uh, Nityananda Prabhu in, in Bengal, commissioned as he was by, by Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. So he came here, and, and this was his the soul. of you know, The kirtan was his soul, this Brihat Murdanga. He, they, often, it's, often it's mentioned that uh, the institution he formed was his body, because Prabhupada said, Iskon is my body. So people like to make this point. Iskon is the body of Prabhupada. And they say it to people like me, how can you, you know, leave the body or try to make another one? You know, this is... And... Uh, that's basically... That's basically what I... Uh, they want to say it's a spiritual body, but... 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 It has a soul, and the the soul of the body. This is the point. Prabhupada this kind of like, but the soul was his, was this printing press, and in a very pragmatic way, Prabhupada set up this this dynamic. Hmm? The institution was subordinate to the press, and they were set up uh, practically as different independent entities. Hmm? His Bhaktivedanta Book Trust is an independent legal entity from ISKCON. So the soul is different from the body. Hmm? And uh, indeed, you might say, well, it's a spiritual body, but Prabhupada didn't think of it like that because when he formed the International Society for Krishna Consciousness and signed the corporate papers in New York, hmm? my godbrother, Chutanandamars, told me he was there at the time, and Prabhupada said, so now we are forming this corporation in order to spread Krishna consciousness, hmm? in order to facilitate the ideas Hmm? of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. This is the main thing, to give some shape to the ideas. The ideas, that's what's important. Hmm? Hmm. And if it gets in the way of the ideas, then we will leave it. Hmm? 
we could get another shape. That can come and go, but the ideas cannot be left. This is what he said at the forming, the corporate signing of Iskon. So he didn't think of it as such. <laughs> there could be other bodies. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah, they did. But the soul lives on, something like that. So he would set up the organization like this. Indeed, uh, Bhakti, he took the logo of Bhakti Siddhanta Saraswati Thakur uh, for Godiamath, and he uh, put that on the walls of the entrance to the Mayapur, which was his his place of worship. The Mayapur Chandradaya Mandir. This was a big project of his, of course, in uh, in in, in, uh, in Navadweep, Navadweep Mayapur. And on that logo, then there is a division between the institution and temples and temple worship and the press and kirtan, and he distinguished them. The kirtan is, is for pursuing the ragmarg, and archan is, um, is, is, is another idea. He worked them together, of course, but um, the archan was meant to promote um, kirtan, and ultimately uh, kirtan should be performed in such a way that the temple forms in the heart. Hmm? Nam bhajan, this is the main stream of uh, of practice for Gaudiya Vaishnavism. He saw this as this kind of, again, kirtana prabhavis, madhana svabhavis, by this kirtan, the, the, the meditation central to Raga Bhakti would, would uh, occur naturally uh, within one. So this was his kind of, Prabhupada put that logo there, so he had a similar idea. Hmm? Um, and uh, you know, very prolific. I said he wrote, uh, commented such that uh, ultimately he published uh, 50 books. And uh, I happen to be fortunate uh, to uh, be, along with some others, Brahma Das is here, uh, very instrumental. He was also very instrumental in, in circulating those books around in the beginning, day, innovatively, finding the ways and means to uh, somehow or other introduce uh, Gaudi Vaishnavism in the world, uh, in the Western world. And, uh, of course, um, Prabhupada also emphasized that the sellers of the books should not be booksellers, but they should be well-read in the books and be thereby be devotees also. The, their, their character should, should change and they should teach Primarily by that, by their character, people should be inclined to take the books from them and 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 and, 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 and read them. So, this uh, this point uh, can't be lost. And as I said the other night, one of the things that's mentioned again and again and again and again in the books is the importance of sadhusanga. And we experience it. We come to festivals like this and. And uh, uh, with sadhusanga, we get so much inspiration. Hmm? More than we could get sitting home and chanting our japa. So that's why we come. Hmm? So this is the birth of bhakti, Chaitanya Charitamrita says. Bhakti is born in, in the context of sadhusanga. That's where it, it, it takes its birth. Hmm? So again and again, this is emphasized. You can't, um, it, it, it can't in any way be minimized. I mean, it's through sadhusanga we, we come to bhakti, and through that we... A bhakti will flourish, and there's never any end to it. We find Narutam, who, who could be better association than Narutam Thakur, and he's uh, just lamenting that Sanatan, Rup, Jiva Goswami have left in the world. What I'm going to do with myself? Hmm? So, and in every place, 
which is, you know, throughout every book, this idea of sadhusanga is emphasized. In the texts themselves, of course, and in the commentaries, everywhere it's emphasized. Nowhere is, it, is there a caveat or a footnote that, that relegates that, of course, it can only be in this association, this, this particular form or this particular shape in this particular institution. Hmm? So if, we, if the institution, as he said, gets in the way of the ideal, if it gets in the way, we could be, could be said, of sadhusanga, which is so central to the idea, hmm? and uh, legalizes it or limits it and institutionalizes it and so forth, then you, you, you have a need for another time to reincarnate <laughs> for another body, something like that. Hmm? And so here we should feel, although we are not members of of the the, the body of uh, Prabhupada is, is gone we are connected to his soul hmm. and this is the kind of things what, what do we do here these festivals the kind of things that he, he wants he's so happy to see this so many people coming and chanting and dancing and staying up till midnight and embracing the austerity of the Janmastami <laughs> and, and so forth uh, there's this very very Happy things, and I look and I see it, and I think, and it's all because of him. This is going on. People from different places coming, and and it's still still going on by his grace. He all he set this in motion. So we're very uh, indebted. We feel very proud hmm, to be uh, uh, connected with him, and um, and to have some insight into his inner life by his grace. Have paid, who have paid enough attention to what he's written, to pick up that um, thread. Hmm. And um, after all, he was not just a bookseller or an author, but Kotavani Chuta Chutivani Kai Lutaputi. Seidin Kobihobimo. When oh when will that day be mine? That day has that day is his. That day has come for him. Hmm. Krishna could not tolerate his separation. Mm-hmm. Again, mm-hmm. there, in, the, in his great campaign of Kirtan, mm-hmm. as I'm describing it, which was extraordinary, um, uh, he his pen retired, the dictaphone stopped, in it, in the middle of the Ramavimohan Lila, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. which was his his meditation. The picnicking, a picnic lunch with Krishna. Mm-hmm. Hmm? When could he have kachoris and take them in a bag on a stick over his shoulder and carry them into the forest and picnic with Krishna? This is the whole... These are 11, 12, 13, and then chapter 15, the whole the central chapters of the Bhagavatam on Sakiras and the cha- central chapters on Siddhanta. Hmm? On Tattva also. The Krishna's two Bhagavan Swayam line is played out in the narrative of the Leela in the Brahmavimohan Leela. Krishna shows himself to be the source of, of, of Narayan, innumerable Narayans, innumerable universes, and so forth. And this was such an emphasis of Prabhupada, Krishna, the Supreme Personality of God. He wanted to get this piece of Tattva in place. And you see, he had it so much in place, that piece of Tattva and and he, 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 he was so preoccupied with putting it in place that he entered into the bhava, the same lila where it, it, uh, it, <laughs> it's, uh, it's played out. 
Hmm? Um, and so we're not missing anything. We're, 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 everything, <laughs> watching him very carefully, how he left, where he left, what, he, where, what was his preoccupation. Hmm? And uh, so we, we should feel very well connected. He was not just a bookseller, or just a good organizer, and the greatest thing on earth that he contributed was not a three-letter um, committee, um, but uh, was a, for the sake of the, the relative function of management. Prabhupada hmm? wanted his mission to be managed. That's common sense. He was a good enough manager to realize we could use some, some management. Why did he want management? So that he could be free to play the murdanga. Hmm? Mm-hmm. That's what he... You do the management, uh, so that which is filled with relativity... We can look at it the higher side. It's the work of Radharani. It's, it has its place. It's spiritual in, in a sense. But, but hmm, he wanted that the management would be done by his students that he could then just write on Bhagavatam. Chaitanya hmm, Charitamrita. Make the commentaries and continue. This is this, what, what he was really living for. So the institution was all to give some shape to that, to make that possible, to help that, hmm, for that kirtan. Hmm. Has to be seen in perspective. So the management committee, as he wrote about it in his will, was was for managing. He writes there about sannyasis traveling and preaching, who who he wanted. Ultimately, was his idea that they wouldn't be involved in the management, which is a compromised type of position. That they would be free to be objective and pure and just give the sadanta, defer to them for management, hmm? and they should defer to the sannyasis and. Gurus, charges, as may be the case, for Siddhanta. Hmm. What are the spiritual conclusions? And what is our ideal? And so forth. So, if we turn the, the guru into just a management board, hmm, this, uh, much can be lost in that. Uh, so, this is some of the concerns as his disciple that arose for me, of course. And trying to uh, serve his, the, uh, his ideal hmm, to help make that manifest in the world. So here we are today, and I can guarantee you he's very pleased with all of you answering the uh, my call in the woods here. <laughs> call in the woods for uh, help to uh, to uh, make this. Um, is make keep as Bhakti Siddhanta Sarsthitaka wanted, to, and Prabhupada lives for to keep the current of Bhakti Thakur alive in the world. This dynamic um, interface of uh, Gaudiya Vaishnavism from the core of Gaudiya Vaishnavism to interface this with the modern um, world and its um, uh, its uh, its world of ideas and thoughts and so forth and. And demonstrate that it has a place there, a big place, a big enough place to retire all of the thinking, hmm? uh, and, and and allow the heart to come out in the way that only Gaudiya Vaishnavism allows it to come out and enter the heartland of Vrindavan that we spoke about, where there's no locks on the doors, hmm? no friends and enemies, just friends. Hmm? This is the house that proverbial house that Prabhupada was said by the astrologer when he was born on his birth chart that Prabhupada was uh, could build a house what was it? That big enough for everyone to live in 
Srila Prabhupada ki jai. Srila Prabhupada Vyasapuj ki jai. Gaur Bhakta Vrinda ki jai. Gaur Premanande. So now we have Artik for Prabhupada, the Guru Puja. And Maharaj, you'll offer the Artik. And there's the Pirvana bring here. And um, I'll stand up. And then the Artik. Guru Puja will be followed by Artik and then Mahaprasad. Srila Prabhupada Kijai. Jai.